1: Good afternoon and welcome to the Career Confidant. This is your host for the Career Confidant, Marie Zemenoff. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that I'm here to help provide the tools and resources that you need to proactively manage your own career and we've talked about a lot of topics in the last year and a half and we've started to get some great experts coming in to the show from the career thought leaders organization and hope that you've been listening in and will continue to listen in to get their wisdom such a great group of individuals leaders in the career world that are providing their expertise for you Today, we are going to bring some of that expertise to you in a little bit different way. I want to talk with us today, talk with you today, share with you today about brand, branding. But I want to do it in a little bit different way in a process that was developed by the Reach organization. And if you pay attention at all to the branding world, you've most likely heard about William Arruda. William Arruda is one of the leaders, pioneers, if you will, in the branding world, personal branding specifically, I guess I should say. And that personal branding idea started in the late 90s, and we'll talk more about that, but William really took it to the next level in terms of developing developing some specific structures and processes to help individuals build their own personal brand. So we're going to talk through that a little bit today, and we're going to talk about how that applies on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is something that we've talked about quite a bit, but this will provide a different flavor, a different take on how you want to be building your presence, if you will, your presence on LinkedIn. So we're going to go through some background in terms of branding and what branding means and what that looks like. And then we're going to talk a little bit about LinkedIn specifically and how your brand manifests itself and how it can be used for you as a tool in managing your career In terms of your content and your contacts, and we're going to be talking about it in a bigger picture of careers, so not necessarily just job search, but if you you go and you read especially any of William's things on Forbes, you'll see that he considers LinkedIn to be one of the most important career management tools because of the way it lets you manage your brand. So that's what we'll go through today, give you some specific ideas on things you can do to improve your brand on LinkedIn. So let's talk a little bit about why most LinkedIn profiles don't work, why they're not attractive, they don't inspire any action, The first thing is this Me Too brand concept. So I think the worst offense of this, and it happens a lot, unfortunately, people copying other people's LinkedIn summaries. How more Me Too can we get? But people are doing it. You don't want that on LinkedIn. And it's starting to dilute lots of people's presence on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, right? We want your profile to be how you're different, how you're unique. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, but we want it to be something that says only I can do this, or this is how I'm different, not me too. This is how I'm like everybody else. The other thing that doesn't work about most LinkedIn profiles is that they're passive. It's like a a business being the best kept secret, right? That idea that if you're not proactively managing that brand and doing the active part of branding, right? That I-N-G is is that there's an active piece to branding. And if we're not doing that, our LinkedIn profile is just kind of sitting there, not, not doing much. Third thing that gets people in trouble, in terms of their LinkedIn profile is that we have trouble targeting or being really clear about who we are and who should care. And people will say, oh, you know, I'm applying to all these different types of positions or I want to go all these different directions in my career. What do I do on LinkedIn? And my first answer to them is get clarity outside of LinkedIn because no matter what you're doing, if you're not clear about who you are and what you do and what you want to do, not LinkedIn is not the only thing that's not working for you. So we want to use LinkedIn as a clear as a clear idea of who we are and and who our target audience is and, and be aware of who all the audiences are that are reading that. And we'll talk more about that as well. The other thing that happens on LinkedIn is people use it when they need it and then they let it lapse. That really undermines the effectiveness of LinkedIn in your career management. And actually it undermines the effectiveness in LinkedIn in your job search. That means you're reaching out to people cold trying to rebuild relationships when you need them versus managing that network staying connected in some way to manage your career in a more holistic picture the last thing about most linkedin profiles that isn't working today is that they're not just me too but they're incongruent or not authentic right there because we're using such generic language or or maybe we're saying things that we want people to think about us but aren't true, then when people meet us, it's a whole different story, and that undermines our brand. I think the most superficial way that people do this is with their picture. right? If your picture is 10 years old on LinkedIn, and that's not what people see when they meet you, it's not working. right? It doesn't matter if that picture is attractive, it's what you are today and and being okay with that brand and, and wanting to share that brand and thinking about how all of that fits together for you in a way that can be congruent with what people see when they meet you. That's the whole purpose of LinkedIn is to be able to extend your ability to connect with others in an authentic way. So if, if LinkedIn profiles aren't working, what's how is branding the answer, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about the power of branding and how it helps you. But the idea behind it is that it really gives you a platform, gives you communication pieces to increase your visibility and your presence so that you can stand out from others who do what you do. You can put yourself in control of your career, right? The downside of our new economy might be that, you're in control, but the upside is that you're in control, right? And thinking about how it can increase your wealth. I always talk to job seekers about the realization that if you're not going to create a strong brand, in essence, you're selling yourself as a generic. And most of us buy generics based on price, probably not how you want a hiring manager to decide if they're going to hire you or promote you. So as we're talking about our brand, that that's the background. That's why it's important. and that's how it adds value for you in, in your career moving forward. So what is a brand? Brand has a lot of different definitions around in the world, but today we're going to use William Aruda's definition of a brand, which I love. It's unique promise. value. So each of those words is important and we're going to discuss what each of those words mean as we continue to move forward throughout this discussion about branding on LinkedIn. But just to think about that, right, it's your unique promise of value and how you are going to deliver value because of who you are and the the strengths that you possess, the skills that you possess, the unique experience that you possess, and how you're going to deliver that value to your organization. So all three of those pieces are important. Now, if we think about some of the strongest brands, and you might you know, have pictures popping up in your mind, little golden arches for McDonald's, an apple, for the Apple computers, Apple technologies, I guess. Maybe some cars, whether you're a Honda person or a Volvo person or a Toyota person. But these brands, Disney, Google, Pepsi, they all have international brand recognition. And they have the ability to create similar reactions among many, many people and so when we're thinking about this strong brand and how and why it is a strong brand, there's two things for us to consider. One is that when we're creating a strong brand, like let's say Volvo, when you talk about Volvo cars, most people will talk about how they're reliable or safe. And that's one of the the key things in a brand is that it's one or two things, maybe three, not a hundred, right? When a brand tries to communicate too many attributes, it loses its strength. It loses its ability to be memorable. The other thing is that the brand is authentic, right? If the Volvo crashed every time it was on ice or it blew up every time it crashed it wouldn't be able to maintain that brand it may still want to market itself as safe and reliable but it would be hollow it wouldn't be a true brand and so as we're creating our own brands we want to think about those things that strong brands are one thing not a hundred and that they have to be authentic they have to come from within from the core of who you are and the skills and expertise that you have to offer, they aren't necessarily something that we create from outside perceptions or outside influences to meet someone else's needs. So we're going to come back here and we're going to go to a break briefly. We'll come back. But this is that idea of personal brand that, As the world is moving faster and faster, all of us have more ownership to create a brand just like these companies that we've been talking about and to be able to manage that brand to manage our careers. So when we come back from our our break, we're going to continue talking about how you can do that and the processes that you can go through to make sure LinkedIn is really communicating the brand that you want to share To manage your career, we'll be back in just a few minutes.
0: Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Game-changing technologies and strategies are transformational, exciting, and disruptive. They shake up your status quo, get you thinking about new ways to scale, compete, and grow, and move you in new directions. You're invited to take your coffee break with Game Changers on Tuesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern Time for our special series on the digital world. Learn how to be the savvy leader who looks ahead to the next wave of business innovation, digital world with game changers presented by sap on the business channel now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take voice america on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market Are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You may also send an email to Marie at a strategic Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and
1: today we are talking about the this- idea of personal branding. And we've talked about it before. We've talked about LinkedIn before, but today we're talking about how the two worlds merge and can help you in proactively managing your career. So as we were talking about the personal branding, the idea of this came from a Fast Company article, 1997, Tom Peters, talking about the brand called you and this prediction that in the future we would all need to be brand to manage our own brand, to be able to manage our own careers and move between jobs in this ever-changing world, which is exactly why we started this show. So as we look at the world, everything is becoming a brand, right? You've got cities that are branding themselves, obviously universities branding themselves. And it's really put all this pressure on individuals to be able to to brand themselves as well so one of the things i'd recommend you go and look at is a great book by william aruda and deb gibb talking about ditch dare and do so things to be doing to be in influential indispensable and incredibly happy at work And so the idea behind this is that there are certain things that just don't work anymore. As the world of work has changed, there are mindsets or habits that we need to eliminate, i.e. ditch. There are things that we also need to do that we aren't used to doing. As we're being told we need to market ourselves and have our own brand, there's going to be some things that we have to dare to do and take some risks. Then, getting used to doing some tasks on a regular basis that, again, maybe we're not used to doing, and that's this do, right? Tasks that we can do that are simple to help us manage our brands. So, briefly earlier, we talked about this brand being our unique promise of value, and that really needs to connect with our target audience and And show how we're different, right? Show how we are a true brand versus a commodity. As we talked about earlier, being generic does have some bad consequences for us as we move forward in our career. So how do we do that? Well, Williams developed this one, two, three success process for Reach Personal Branding. And we're going to go through it, albeit fairly quickly, today today talking about how you can extract your brand, extract very important word. We're not creating, again, we're not crafting this from external stimuli necessarily. It's an in- authentic piece of who you are, and we want to extract those authentic pieces, and then we'll talk about how we connect them to the market, to the external perceptions that are there. Then we're going to talk about expressing those things. This is the active part of branding, where we have to get out there and communicate it for it to be our brand. And lastly, we'll touch briefly on exuding, which gets into how do we manage our environment and and constantly display our brand within our environment. We're going to go through those things quickly so then we can move into some of your LinkedIn profile pieces. So thinking about extracting. It's really about what is it that we do differently? What is it that authentically you do well? What is it that makes you different from your peers? And William has an exercise called Uncovering Your Superpowers, where it's really about answering those difficult questions. What are you known for? How do people introduce you? What words would people use? Really thinking about what Think, what do people think about you? But again, what does that say about your authentic brand? And Reach has created this great tool. It's a 360, but a little bit different take on a 360 than you might be used to, where it really gives you the opportunity to get feedback about you from individuals who know you well. And to do that anonymously so that you can build a compelling picture of who you are and what your brand is with that feedback. So let's talk about compelling. A compelling brand means that it resonates with our target audience. So you might have a unique story, you might have even a unique promise, but it doesn't have that ability to be compelling until it's relevant to the audience to the decision makers, the influencers, the people who you want to be known with, known to, for what it is you want to be known for. Third thing is what makes that unique. So we might start with what do you have in common and then think about what makes us stand out. So if we think about, let's say, Target, Walmart, Kmart, right? Target, clear brand, They're kind of that cheap, chic, if you want it to look cool but you don't want to pay a lot, Target's your place to go. Walmart has their entirely different brand, still maybe the same price point, but we know that we're going to get nice quantity, cheaper price, all of those things when we go there. Then you think about Kmart. Probably not a clear brand coming to your mind which is a challenge, right? They have not differentiated themselves in the market. We know how they're the same, but we don't really know how they're different. That's your challenge with your brand as you extract it. Once you're starting to formulate that, right, what's authentic to you, what differentiates you from your peers, how are you relevant and therefore compelling, then we get into this process of, okay, how do we express that? How do we become known for those things? And if you're job-seeking, maybe how do you get found, right? How do we build something that attracts people? Well, that takes this proactive process of expressing. And as we're expressing, we're thinking about how can we do that in the the real or person-to-person, in-face way, and how are we doing that in the virtual world, Of course, LinkedIn, as we're talking about today, is a big part of that. But in both of those places, we want to think about our visibility, right? If we're sitting behind the computer all the time at work, we're not getting great visibility in the real world, which is just as important as getting visibility in the virtual world, right? Especially for our career. And we're also not getting credibility if we're not having the buy-in, the feedback both in the real world and virtual world from those people that matter, from the, the influences influencers in our lives and from those that we want to build relationships with. So part of the challenge with expressing our brand today is that there's so many different ways that we can do it. Social media has millions of channels all by itself, so we might get overly focused there, And forget that if we're employed, we've got internal communication channels. If we're employed or job-seeking, we've got the ability to do public speaking, to share thought leadership. We can write a book. We can write a blog. We could volunteer. We could write articles or white papers. There's all of these opportunities to share our brand, to build our brand visibility. And sometimes that's the challenge. So when we're thinking about choosing how we communicate you want to think about two things one is where is your audience maybe specifically important for thinking about choosing a social medium right and we talked about that a, a few months ago on the show how do you choose which social social mediums you follow you focus on but also in in deciding you know if you're going to public speak uh, is there an audience there in your indis- industry for that if you're going to write white papers, or those things that your industry is really reading and what channels do you get those out on? So thinking about where your market is as you're deciding where to go. The next thing is to think about your strengths. right? If we're going to build on our strengths and use our strengths, we want to do that as we're communicating as well. And there are some caveats here. You probably need to be on LinkedIn, even if computers aren't your strength. You, you may need to public speak if that's a big part of your job. Hopefully it is a strength if that's a big part of your job. But if you're a great writer, then write. If you're a great speaker, then speak. Follow those things that give you the opportunity to use your strengths while still connecting with that target audience. And in all things, we're being clear about our brand, consistent about our brand, and constant in our ability to get in front of the people that we want to get in front of with that clear, consistent brand. So as we get ready to head to our break here, just a thought. Do you agree that if you don't show up in Google, you don't exist? And how do you know how you show up in Google? Have you Googled yourself? Do you think that other people are Googling you? If we're going to use Google as a brand, I guess. But thinking about the pervasiveness of search and how people are searching for people in general, whether that's to buy a product, to do business with someone, to determine the the Um, the, the reputation of a company, to determine the reputation of a product, and yes, to determine the reputation of an individual who maybe we're looking to do business with or looking to hire. It is, it's out there, right? And we have to know how to manage that image, manage that brand, manage that online reputation, so when we're thinking about managing that reputation, we're thinking about how is the volume of content out there on us, right? Is there a lot of things that I've shared that people are going to find when they Google me? How relevant is that? Does it align with what I want people to think about me? Is it pure in terms of the search results coming up? And, and yes, they, most of them are related to me. And is there some kind of diversity in terms of videos, slideshare, blog, speaking or writing engagements, social media, that diversity is going to help with some of the volume and relevance. And then lastly, is it validated? Do I have any virtual stamps of approval, right? And we'll talk about that a little bit specifically when we get to LinkedIn, but how am I getting someone else to help me build my credibility online? It's a very good use of the tool, but how do we make that happen? So we're gonna take a short break, come back and continue talking about the branding process and then move into how that looks on LinkedIn and how we can use LinkedIn as a tool to make some of these things happen. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes.
0: The business community's first choice in internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Is your business model robust enough? In today's ever changing business environment, leaders are working to transform themselves and their business. Tune in to Business Reinvention with your host, Nancy Lin, for insights on emerging trends and business innovations to help you stay ahead of the game. You'll learn from stories of inspiration, innovation, and forward thinking. Listen for Business Reinvention live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned into The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant.
1: Welcome back to The Career Confidant. is your host, Marie Zimina, And we are talking about branding. And starting to move into how that relates to LinkedIn. So we've talked a little bit about your brand in terms of extracting those things that are unique and compelling about you and your promise, your brand promise of value to organizations. Then we talked a little bit about expressing that brand and express being that proactive, active part of branding where you're communicating outwardly and and expressing across all the channels that make sense for you and your target audience to make sure that you're found visible, credible in the spaces that you want to be found in. So we talked briefly about these five ideas, five measures of online reputation, being the, the volume, how much of stuff is out there that you've put out there, thought leadership, whatever it is that's relevant to your brand, how much of what's out there is relevant to your brand and where you're going. If I search, what's the, the purity of the content out there and the diversity in terms of how many different types of mediums Will I see slideshare, video, blogging, white papers, LinkedIn? And then is it validated? Is there some way that people are giving you that stamp of approval, credibility, as you're putting your content out there? So as we're thinking about content here and what you've got online As you start thinking about your LinkedIn profile, the content that will be key for you to have together is a branded bio, emphasis on branded, thinking about how you want to communicate your unique promise of value and brand attributes in a way that brings personality, right? This is social, social media. We want to ditch that list of, Attributes list of accomplishments, it needs to tell more of a story of who you are and the value, the promise of value that you offer. Then we need a headshot, right? Absolute must. I was talking to a group this morning about this and came up with my new phrase, right? You heard it here first. That gray is the next orange. Gray is the new orange. So if you are looking to hide your age, that is starting to go away, do it. Just put that headshot out there. Let me see your face. Let me connect with you on that human level like only you, your pretty little face can do. Then we also have to gather our thought leadership content. Again, all of those things that we've done that we might be able to repurpose or reuse. And I know there's some con- concern here about, you know, I did it for XYZ company well, then we might have to go back and revisit it, rehash it, find some new research that we can add into it. But that thought and that thought leadership is yours, so how can we develop and leverage that content in a way that makes sense for you? So then we move into the third phase here of our branding before we get specifically to LinkedIn, and that's Exude. So we've talked about extract. Then we talked about Express, and now we get into Exude. And Exude is really about what is it that people see about you immediately that adds to your brand. So we talk about your office, we talk about the clothes that you wear, some of these things that you may consider, you know, they're superficial, but they're a big part of what people see in your brand was working with an individual who was applying for high-tech company, and he'd been in the government sector. And we kind of joked, but it wasn't really a joke, that he needed to get rid of his cell phone case that clipped on to his belt, right? That is not congruent with the brand of a hip, high-tech company you got to have your OtterBox case or your wallet case for your iPhone or whatever it is that works for you but also works with that brand that you're trying to exude. Those two things have to match. And, you know, this is an area where we could get all worried about how superficial it is or we could have fun with it and we could realize that some of these things can be the fun part of exuding our authentic brand. So let's talk and move in here to talk specifically about LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, why do we talk about it? Why do we worry about it? Over 300 professional members. It's used extensively for research. If you're in any kind of job search, stealth or otherwise, it's used by 98% of recruiters at some point in the hiring process. And maybe most importantly, It shows up at the top of a Google search for you, your name, and especially if you're good at using those key terms that you want associated with your name, even if you have a a slightly common name, you can get it to come up high as people search very sophisticated for you. We'll talk more about that. So if you're thinking about, well, I'm employed at a company. Why does why do I need to be on LinkedIn? Isn't my company going to think that I'm looking to move? Well, here's the wonderful shift that's happening. Companies need you to be an expert on LinkedIn. They need you to be visible on LinkedIn too. For them, not for you. It helps them with visibility. It helps them with revenue and business development. And it shows that you're a leader, In the organization, it builds that brand for you. So this is a great opportunity for those of you who might be searching because it's a win-win. Win-win for the company, win-win for you, as long as our brand stays connected to the company and is really a win for them as well as we develop it. So let's talk a little bit about content. First thing to, to think about when you're going to change your content is that you don't need to tell everybody that you're doing it, right? You can be secretive. Go into your settings, click on your little picture at the top right, go into your settings, go into profile, turn off that activity broadcast, turn off who can see your feed. Go in, make your changes, turn those things back on would be my recommendation. Content, first thing people see is your headline. The default for that headline will be your job Title, your current job title. For some of you, that may be fine. Maybe it's a, a good title, it's relevant to where you're headed, and maybe the company's important, too. For lots of us, we might want to go in and change that. How can we use the right keywords that help us get found? Maybe we can say a little bit of something about our brand in those 120 characters. Yes, you've got 120 characters, and this is something that that you can change, you can play around with. Work work to find something that fits for your brand. I just recently changed mine to careers industry advocate, speaker, trainer, coach, resume writer, right? Get some of those keywords in there. And then advancing the careers of clients and colleagues. Little bit of a brand statement. Bit something that you can work with and make really get those keywords out there in those first 120 characters that everyone will see if they're looking at your profile. So a little bit of a dare here to take a stand, be opinionated, be clear about who you are and what your, what your opinions are, especially those professional things, your thought leadership, because really this is your opportunity to stand out versus blending in with everyone else who might be saying the things that are safe? How can you share your point of view and in a way that aligns with your brand instead of going along with everyone else? We've talked a little bit about headshots. That's an important part of your content to make sure that that is visible. Your face takes up most of that picture and that the picture takes up most of the space that's available there in LinkedIn. If it's a little tiny picture in the big white square, it makes it hard to identify with you and to connect with you. So thinking about our summary here You know, there's this big argument over first person or third person. How does that all work? You know, I think you you do get to choose what's right for you. First person data shows is more accessible, more liked maybe by, by people. But if you have a more traditional brand and third person seems to make sense for you, that's great. So it's, it's working out what works for you, but me, again, making sure that that content is branded and really tells the story of who you are, not just a list of, of any kind of accolades. That's That summary is 2,000 characters, so use it well. Some of you may choose to do it shorter because that aligns with your brand, but don't be afraid to use all of those characters. Especially if you've got a common name and you're trying to associate a certain keyword to yourself, the summary is a great place to do that. Say it in different ways, say it over and over again while you're telling the story of your unique promise of value. This is not your resume. Especially the summary It's not your resume. If anything, it's closer to a cover letter, but it's, it's really about you. 80% professional, 20% personal, so that it really is clear that it's you. Little trick coming from William, who of course William Aruda. you would expect people to spell that wrong. You can put some of those miscommon spellings in your profile if you have one of those names so that people can find you. Maybe not a, a tip for everyone, but if you've got one of those names, use some of your summary characters to do that. So thinking about our summary, we've got this branded content that really shares who we are. We're using the characters wisely, we're repeating those those key words, and we're really clear on our focus. Where we're not trying to be a jack of all trades. We're we're telling people how we add value. And we're being Clear about what it is that that value is and how we share that in both a personal and professional way. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. We'll keep talking here about your content on LinkedIn and how you can make sure that's branded in a way that helps you manage your career proactively right there on LinkedIn. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes.
0: business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Engage with Andy Bush takes you inside the mind of a top global market and public policy analyst who has been featured regularly on CNBC, Yahoo Finance, and numerous radio and television programs. Our program will bring you guests and stories from the top of the political and business worlds. Each show includes Andy's Point of View Roundup and what it means for you at home. Life's complicated. Let Andy help you figure it out. Tune in every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel.
1: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your
0: favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You may also send an email to Marie at a strategic Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant.
1: Today we are talking about branding personal branding, talked about the three steps there of developing your personal brand, extracting, expressing, exuding, and now we've moved into talking about how that might look on LinkedIn. So we've talked a little bit about your content, using all those characters in your headline, being strategic about how you use your characters in your summary, 2,000 of them there. And now we're going to talk a little bit about this validating piece. So one of the key pieces, the five measures of your online reputation were, was validation. Of course, LinkedIn allows you to do that really well, right? LinkedIn allows you to get these recommendations and get endorsements, but we can get a little carried away. So thinking about the we don't want to be known for a 100 things, as we were talking about with our Volvo, right? We, we know it's stable, reliable, safe. We don't necessarily want to accept every endorsement that someone gives us. People endorse me for skills all the time that I don't have or really want to use. Somebody like employee relations. Well, I don't do employee relations, right? I'm not in HR. You don't have to accept that skill. You don't have to put it on... Your profile. You want to make sure that you're keeping the skills on there that make the most sense for you so that you can be known for those things that you want to be known for. So, one of our dares was to have the courage to delete endorsements that just don't fit. So, then we want to think about how we can associate our brands with the people that matter to us in our world, the people we respect. And maybe the people that will help us move up, sure. But are those recommendations that you're getting from the people that you want them from? And how can you dare maybe to reach out and ask for those recommendations from the people that you want them from? I would encourage you to do this personally, if at all possible, in person. Then use LinkedIn's little tool. Now, some people are going to ask you to write it for them. Quick little tip there. Try to get those first six words to be powerful words, not I know Marie from working with her at. Can they put those brand attributes first? Especially if they ask you to help write those. It's a great way for you to craft those in a way that makes sense for you. Thinking about... How we can be validated or credible, you can change your URL for LinkedIn. Go to your public profile, edit your public profile. You'll see the opportunity on the right top to change that URL. Makes people know it that you know what you're doing, right? And it makes it easier for people to find you on LinkedIn. Fun little thing you can do to differentiate yourself is change that background. So you'll notice on LinkedIn when you're in your profile that behind your picture there is a background. And you can change that. You can choose one of the ones that LinkedIn has for you, or you can put in one that works for you. Maybe especially if you're any kind of designer, you can add some color, you can add a, another picture of yourself speaking. All kinds of opportunities for you to do something there that's just you. So there's some fun little tools, one that helps you determine your brand color. It's at bitly, so bit.ly backslash brand color, bit.ly backslash brand color. And then there are some ideas that you can get backgrounds from. Pickmonkey.com or Photar, I guess that is, F-O-T-O-R.com. Just some opportunities to do something different with that background. Color, choose something different from LinkedIn, or build something yourself, especially if you're in the design world. That would be a great thing to do to show off that skill. All right, so we've talked a lot about content. Let's go quickly here and talk a little bit about contacts. So, lots of people do this, and I think it's a great practice to wait until your content is together to start really building your contacts. So, work on your content, do a little bit of work there, and then start reaching out and building your contacts. So, there's some differences here, people want to do with their profiles, but be knowledgeable when you're accepting or rejecting profile connection requests that the more connections you have the easier it is to find you and the easier it is for you to find others so we want to have connections that make sense and connections that work for us but we also want to allow for some as as William and Doug call it call it planned serendipity Which means that if we have more connections, more people will find us and we can find more people and create more opportunities. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask people to connect. Tell them how you found them, right? Melanie and I spent a whole half hour talking about having some personality with your LinkedIn messages. So make sure you're doing that. But don't be afraid to reach out to people and make those requests. You can make them individually, and you can also join up to 50 groups. Joining those groups allows you to connect with more people, and it allows for other people to see you and get visibility, especially, of course, when you start contributing to to groups, asking questions, posting valuable content, whether it's yours or others, in a way that you can really add value in that group and stay visible at the same time. It's a great win-win. You don't really need to spend any money on LinkedIn. In-mails are about as effective as cold calls. You want to build build your contacts and be able to use those very sparingly because you're using LinkedIn to connect with people, to build your network, not necessarily to do that kind of cold call approach. LinkedIn makes it really easy for you to be a follower, for you to stay in touch with what other people are doing, to comment on their success, to do all of those things that help you really connect with others. In that mind frame, in that mindset, you want to be careful about who you recommend, who you endorse and all of those things are going back to your brand just as much as they're adding to someone else's. So a few last ways here that you can build your brand on LinkedIn, and really these are ways you can manage your career on LinkedIn. One, use that blog function. Share long-form content with that publisher function that lets you get your thought leadership out there without having to start your own blog. Right? It's a great opportunity. Reinforce your brand message by reusing content. As we talked about, if you've done something, use it again. A presentation, a white paper, all of those are opportunities to increase your visibility and to keep that visibility constantly by sharing great information, whether it's yours, whether it's other people's, so that you can stand out. So as we're thinking about LinkedIn as our most valuable tool here, we want to think about where we started. We started with our brand. How are we extracting it? How do we want to express it? And are we exuding it in everything that we do? We want to make sure that our LinkedIn profile stays accurate and that it's relevant to where we're going and that as we shift and or move up and manage our career, that we keep it accurate and relevant. And lastly, that we use it as the tool that it is. It's not a passive machine. It's not going to manage your career for you. It's not going to find a job for you. It's a tool that if we use it to keep connected with our audience and we use it to communicate those things that are on brand, it can really be a long-term career management tool so I'm so excited next week we should be talking to Dick Bowles the author of What Color Is Your Parachute about some of his new books around resumes and interviewing so don't miss it we'll be right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. (laughs)